Hi everyone, it's Dr. Romani, and today I'm going to walk through nine signs of poor boundaries that you need to know. Don't forget to subscribe below and hit that bell so you always know when we post more videos like this one. Boundaries affect every way we go through life. And it's often something we were never taught to set, right? In fact, in many ways, a lot of how we raise children in our world goes against setting boundaries. We tell kids that you have to go hug someone where you would may not be consensual or the child doesn't want to hug that person, or you have to follow rules that don't necessarily make sense for all kids. So it's all, we actually kind of teach children to kind of squelch that sense of boundaries. We're also never taught how to set them. Many people, when they set boundaries, they feel guilty. Like, oh, if I set this boundary, this person's going to feel bad. And then I feel bad. I'm sen setting the boundary. So we don't even feel like we have the right to. And even if we can get past the idea that we do have the right to set boundaries, we'll often feel bad if we set them. But poor boundaries can really impact our lives in many ways. It can put us at risk for entering into toxic relationships. It can put people at risk for dangerous situations. It can, it can also result in people sort of taking on more than they need to, taking on more caregiving responsibilities, more work responsibilities in a way that can really take a toll on both their physical and their mental health. And there was also psychological fallout from poor boundaries. When a person has poor boundaries, they will often blame themselves, even for a very negative or even a problematic or traumatic interaction saying, well, it's my fault, I had poor boundaries, which can not only result in self-blame and shame, but a whole cascade of negative emotions associated with that. So let's talk about some signs. Let's talk about the nine signs of poor boundaries. Because I think if people have a sense of, I don't even know what poor boundaries look like, we might be able to help people sort of navigate these waters. Number one is that a person finds that they can't make a decision. And the reason they can't make a decision is often because they feel torn. They feel torn between sort of overextending themselves or doing what other people want and what they really want to do. And so I guess the fantasy in that case is really that maybe someone else is going to step in and make this decision. But when you can't make a decision, it's also much more difficult to set that line in the sand and say, actually, I can't come to the movies tonight. I have a deadline or I won't be able to stay for dessert because da da da. Or I won't be able to take on that extra piece of writing because I have to get the other report done first. So that's a decision. But if a person thinks, mm, I don't know what's going to happen if I make this decision or something's kind of bad's going to happen, a person then may hold back on making decisions and then may repetitively have this issue around decision making. The second sort of sign of poor boundaries is somebody who is a people pleaser. Now, people pleasing is a massive risk for all kinds of poor boundaries. And it's how a lot of people paint themselves into a corner. People pleasing is exactly what it sounds like. It's giving in against what a person actually wants and doing what other people want. It's denying one's own self-interest. It's denying one's own wants, desires, you name it. So when a person is people pleasing, they're literally just catering to what other people want. When I've worked clinically with people pleasers, one thing that I... Man, Dr. Romney is cold-blooded. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason has returned to KPLA Talk 1580. It's March 28th. 
What is that? It is the year anniversary of The Voice of Reason. I can't believe it's already been a year. What is going on? Time is no respecter of person. 210 topics down. And a year? That happened really quickly. A year, man. It flew very fast. I feel like I've I've just been here for a little while. Wow. Let me just say this. Go to kbla.store because I haven't been promoting it. I, I Listen, I was supposed to be promoting this thing. kbla.store where you can go get my books. My books are now available on the kbla.store app or website. Just go there right now. And click the link for the relationship dismount, how to stick the landing when exiting a toxic relationship. Um, also, there's the holographic relationship by Zoe Williams. There's, there's also the shrouded lighthouse by Zoe Williams. Go support Zoe Williams books. Listen, if you've been listening all year from March to March and you have some ideas, you have some opinions, you, uh, you, you know, you want to share uh, what you think about the show and, you know, what the show has meant, if it means anything, uh, if you've learned anything. Uh, I mean, holla at me and share your thoughts tonight. The number to dial is 1-800-920-1580. I'm going to go back to Dr. Romney because she is a very, very powerful clinician, psychiatrist, therapist, psychologist, doctor. She's deep. And uh, I was first introduced to her via Will Smith and Jada Pinkett in them. No, for real. That lady is deep. And then I started following her on YouTube. She has a lot of interesting takes about narcissism and and many other, uh, you know, mental health issues. And she's cold. She's cold. And the, the sound bite that we just played was locked into boundaries so for the year anniversary show i wanted to put a little twist on it it's a versus show sounderies versus clounderies oh god what is a soundery a sound boundary one that's not rooted in emotion or fear Right. A boundary has a doorknob on it. You can open it and walk out and come in. A boundary is flexible. It's scalable. You can grow it. You can expand it. A rigid boundary is dangerous for healthy relationships. So boundaries that are sound, we are calling sounderies. Now. The versus is cloundery. Now, a cloundery is when you know better. You've you've talked to all the clinicians and the therapists. You've talked to the family members. You've talked to the preachers. You've talked to the the, uh, uh, the Ianifas. You you you've talked to everybody. You, you done got readings. You done did everything, <laughs> right? And you still choose to do the wrong thing. You still choose to let your soundaries down. 
your sound boundaries, you drop them, that makes you a clown. <laughs> you participate in, in clownderies. <laughs> porous, and I'm saying consciously porous boundaries are clownderies. Because you clowning yourself. And then you get mad when you get clowned. Huh? Sounderies versus clounderies. What do poor boundaries look like in relationships? We are trying to uncover the importance of setting and respecting personal and relational boundaries for a harmonious partnership. When we come forward, you already know I got questions. I'm opening up the phone lines. I want to hear from y'all tonight. It's our one year anniversary. Holla at your brother Zoe Williams. Trust me, I got a lot to talk about tonight. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 15. I gotta be stable, I gotta be black Who is that surrounding me? Enemy, enemy, you cross the wrong boundary Poof, wicked witness, wizardry Hey! My playlist is my co-host That's Boundaries by Freestyle Fellowship Come on, Inner City Blues is the album Freestyle Fellowship right here Right here, Lamert Park, legends. Do you know how many hip-hop artists came down here and learned from the Project Blowed, Micah 9? Do you understand? These guys are legends. And a lot of people don't know who they are. But I, 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 I mean, I, I'll say it. We might not have leaders of the new school doing what they were doing if it wasn't for Freestyle Fellowship. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to put that on out there. Do you understand? These guys were so hyper, uber creative, man. Just amazing group. Didn't really get the commercial success that they deserved. This album came out because Daddy-O from Stetsasonic turned from rapper to executive and signed them to a major record deal back in the 90s. You know, but they were amazing, man. And that record was called Boundaries. It was the first single off of their Inner City Blues album. And the name of the group is Freestyle Fellowship. I would love for you guys to look them up and get some of the history. Boundaries! <laughs> Tonight's topic is on fire. I want to hear from y'all. Call me at 1-800-920-1580. Tonight's topic, Soundaries. Versus clownderies. You're only clowning yourself when you ignore the route of healthy boundaries or building healthy boundaries. What does that mean, Zoe? Let's just be honest. A lot of people like to blame. They don't like to claim. So there are times when you can sit back and self-reflect and say, I did this consciously versus I did this unconsciously. And, you know, oftentimes, man, when we look at some of the mistakes we've made, there have been... Some moments where we consciously just said, F it, I'm finna do this. That's a clownery. You didn't put your whole boundary down and you clowned yourself and the person that you probably got into it with. A soundery is a boundary that is rooted in sound thinking, self awareness, self esteem, self understanding. 
and you create what? A soundery. Oh, I love it. We done coined a new word tonight. 1-800-920-1580. Uncovering the importance of setting and respecting personal and relational boundaries for a harmonious partnership. Why is it so hard to set boundaries? 1-800-920-1580. How do I make others aware of the changes I've made in me? So if I've created some new boundaries for myself, what is the most effective way to let my partner know the person you were with changed last night? I'm different now. I've got a new direction I'd like to go in, and I want to share these new boundaries. Right. True or false. Personal boundaries are the rules and limits you set within your relationships. But I also believe before you can set them in a relationship, they must be set within self. Knowledge of self is key to the healthy development of sounderies. Oh, I, I like the way that sounds. Soundery. 1-800-920-1580. Call me, call me, call me, call me. True or false. Developing healthy boundaries play an interesting and sometimes complicated role in developing compassion. They are like the stake and wires that are used to help keep young trees rooted and growing straight. A boundary is like a training wheel. Huh. A healthy boundary, i.e. a soundry, is like a training wheel. Hmm. How do you maintain your boundaries once you've set them? Should our intimate relationship boundaries be rigid slash inflexible or flexible slash scalable or loose slash virtually non-existent? That's an easy one. 1-800-920-1580. Call me, call me, call me. I want to hear from you. Have you had troubles and struggles maintaining boundaries? It's about to get deep. Heru Ali, Battle Creek, Michigan. Get in here. Peace and love to the family of nations. Honest though, staff, Andy. Here we the go. God to have a smiley. <laughs> Honest to the chat. It's one year, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. I'm sending you a virtual POB pat on the back. Thank you, brother. And a virtual dap. Thank you know you, what I'm saying? Come on, y'all. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Let's get it. Listen, that challenge, let's honor Zoe and all this, this collective group therapy that we've been getting here at KBLA 1580. But let me say this. Go Harold. ahead. Go ahead. Let bro. me say this, Harold. You guys are the therapists. I'm no therapist. I'm, I'm just listening to y'all. You guys are cathartic <laughs> for me. I, I'm just listening, taking it in, brother. <laughs> Listen, this is a, a shared experience, and I, I appreciate having the privilege to share this experience. And I, I do think that that uh, one way that we could really show that we really rock with uh, the show with you, your recontextualization, your books, all of that stuff. Get all the books, get all the merch. And tonight, listen, I issued a $500 anniversary support challenge. Let's get it. I kicked it off. I never issue a challenge without supporting. As a leader, I have to lead by example. So if I'm asking you to give, I got to give first. Hey, man. You know we, what I'm saying? Hey, brother, we appreciate you, man. And, and thank you, man. Thank you for always uh, calling in and sharing your insights. We appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Peace and love. Yeah, the, the one thing with the boundary thing, um, 
I had a lot of adoptive mothers after my mother passed. And um, one of my adoptive mothers, you know, was quote unquote pro-black. And she was the the only black newspaper in our city. She put it out all on her own dime. I was a guest columnist doing that. But when the issue would come out, I would go to the newspaper printers, pick it up and do all the delivering and all that stuff. You know, I was kind of like her gopher. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And at one point I thought that, you know, this is real love. You know what I'm saying? But unfortunately, she was, you know, a master manipulator. And when I started to feel like she was manipulating me, I had to tell her, listen, um, what you're asking me to do, I can't do. And she would ask why. I said, because that's no longer a priority for me mm. because I feel like I'm being used. I love you. But uh, making sure that I go out of my way and inconvenience myself is no longer a priority for me. So it just had to be straight up. And in intimate relationships, like I say, I have to be an a-hole from the beginning for (laughs) the most part and tell them, hey, listen, I'm going to have two wives. This is what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? So let's get the offense out the way early so you can determine whether or not you know, that's something you can rock with. We ain't gotta. You, you ain't gonna be able to say that you you wasn't informed, right? That's all I had to say, brother. <laughs> Peace hey. and love for y'all. I love y'all, and thank you, Tavis Smiley, for cutting the check. And, oh Lord, here we go. Respectfully, here we go. <laughs> thank you, Henry Ali, <laughs> Battle Creek, Michigan, in the building. We appreciate him for calling in. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at one eight hundred nine twenty fifteen eighty. This is how you know. You lack boundaries. Relationships tend to be perpetually difficult and dramatic. Perpetually, like you're in a a constant state of difficulty, of confusion, of uh, arguments, tension, right? Microaggressions, just constant state of difficulty and drama might need to do some boundary work. And boundary work starts with you. It don't start with your partner. Right? You find decision-making very difficult. Always of six minds. Well, I want to do this. I want to do that. Uh, should I do this? Or which way should I go? What direction? I say not, not even two minds. You're of six minds. And every mind got a direction, right? Right? Uh, here's a Here's one that's... A lot of people are unaware of here. You really don't want to let anybody down. That means you tend to show up for everybody. Now, what I've learned is when people are constantly, you know, really invested and busy showing up for other people, one person gets left out typically. And typically it's yourself. This is where. You know, people use the term self-care. I use the word self-empathy, where you empathize with yourself. The word care, just, you know, from an epistemological standpoint, the word care means burden, means pain. So I don't want self-pain. I don't want to self-burden. I want to self-empathize, right? I want to feel me the way I feel other people. It's heavy stuff right here, man, right? You need boundaries of guilt. And anxiety are plaguing you in your relationship. When we come forward, I've got more signs 
that you are operating with clounderies instead of sounderies. My pants ain't sagging, got a strong ass grip, but my name ain't money grip. Like Gladys better when she sang with the pips. And when it comes to strength, I'm surely of the stronger. And when it comes to death, I pray my children live longer. Payback's a bitch, that's why I never borrow. If the push comes to shove, I do a stick up tomorrow with the group thing over and my flat top gone. I'm living kinda lovely, only a law above me. Fire tonight. tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Y'all can't tell me my playlist ain't my co-host. This is the greatest boundary record ever. Don't stand so close to me. (laughs) Y'all don't y'all don't like the police? One of the greatest three three member groups ever. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason returns to KBLA Talk 1580. We're talking about boundaries. I thought you guys would appreciate Don't Stand So Close to Me by the police, but apparently not. Wow. I was a bit excited, but you guys are like, and scene. Next song. They're one of the greats ever. Okay, cool. Never mind. I won't try to sell you on the police. <laughs> Again, you lack boundaries. Oh, man. When your radar is off, when it comes to sharing, when that radar is off, because sometimes that sharing stuff, you want to help and you want to you want to pour in. Sometimes boundaries are a little askew. You like that word askew. (laughs) Somebody said I'm not too young for the police. Good. Great, 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 great group. Right. What about boundaries in your relationship? Is it okay for your woman to flirt at work? You guys, like both of y'all, y'all can flirt, just don't do nothing. Right? Can you guys call co-workers? Babe. I heard something in the in the cigar lounge today. He said the brother said, because I asked that question, like, uh, you know, are, uh, you know, terms of endearment at work? Because you've heard of the term uh, work husband and work wife and all this weirdness. So, hey, the brother at the lounge said all the terms of endearment, you know, like babe and honey and sweetie pie. He said. All of those terms are property of the relationship. I said, whoa. He tried to like say it real fast and keep talking. I said, hold on. Property of the relationship. He said, yes. Those terms belong to the relationship. You can't use those terms outside the relationship. I said, whoa, (laughs) babe. And listen. You know, at work, dudes at work are a lot like dudes in the club. Dudes in the club are what I call the grazers. They like to graze against women. Excuse me, baby. I'm just trying to get over through. Because <laughs> dudes are grazers. They just slide through. Let me, excuse me, ma'am. 
And and as they sliding through, they they're scraping against you. Like, oh yeah, <sighs> yes indeed, child. Who you here with? Excuse me. Let me let me scrape by you. <clears throat> right. So, but at work, they're the same way. Just a little bit different, a little bit more professional. At work, brothers are hyper helpful. Anything you need, I got you. You understand? All you got to do, you know, I'm down the hole. <laughs> Back rub, foot rub, anything you need. Oh, excuse me. I, uh, sorry, you work at HR. I'm sorry. <laughs> but again, <laughs> boundaries are important for business relationships, for intimate relationships, and even for family. I'm going to tell you right now, you my woman, you can't kiss nobody on the cheek at work. Oh, hi, mister. He could be 80 years old. Hi, mister McDougal Puff. Uh-uh. No, no. Uh-uh. 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 No holding hands. Nothing. No winking. Nothing. You hears me? <laughs> I'm just, am I too far? Can boundaries be controlling? See, that's why I'm, I'm framing it this way. Can boundaries, like the boundaries your partner might set on you, can that be the conduit to a, a narcissist, somebody who's controlling, somebody who's trying to control you. They try to control you through rules and boundaries. Andy has a thought, and then I'm going to the phone lines. No disrespect to our um, LGBTQ community. But uh, what about in cases where, you know, uh, my partner uh, has a great male gay friend and they're communicating with each other and they're saying, boo, this, boo, that. I mean, no, nah, I'm good. You good. OK. All right. You in the dig? Mm -hmm. You ain't his type or her type, whatever the pronoun is. She, he, him and them. You ain't their type. So I don't want to hear no. Boo bear. Nah, -uh. nah, nah, we good. That is that is Mr. Fitzgerald to you. My 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 dude told me I can only call you Mr. Fitzgerald. That's it. You can't. You, uh, uh We not doing that. 1-800-9-20-15-80. Sounderies versus clounderies. See, that's clowndery right there. Huh? Because if you're going to call him something, I guarantee you can call somebody else something. I guarantee it. 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone lines. I want to talk to you. My homeboy and homegirl are on the line right now. Tiffany, Atlanta, Georgia. Get in here. Hey, so happy one-year anniversary. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> so real quick, there's this memory that I have of you. Uh, it was like years ago where you used to start your shows off by screaming in the mic, but it would be the beginning of that song, um, Knocking the Boots, and it would just be like this <laughs> long, yeah. <laughs> I used to you love doing that. That, that, was, that was wonderful. H-Town. <laughs> All right. So... Wait a minute. Uh, hold on. No, hold on. Let me, let me just stop you right now. You're already crossing one of my boundaries. <laughs> See... You see, let me just say, I wasn't screaming in the mic. I was actually singing. I was singing. That Dreaming. was singing. 
Okay, Screaming. you labeled it as screaming. Mm-hmm. You, you, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, talk to us, young lady. <laughs> Listen, uh, you got the tea near you? Go on, take a sip real quick. Clear the vocals. Yes. Um, so I want to ask this question mostly because uh, it resonates super deeply with me. And I've even touched on it um, the other times that I've actually called in where I have all of the tools in the toolbox, but I do not use not nail one. And pretty much telling on myself to say consciously so because I want to take accountability here. And I also want to, you know, step outside of the comfort zone that I am so snuggled in right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm more so trying to figure out when you say setting a boundary out of fear and things of that nature is almost as if like, say for instance, with my mom, I'm going to give my, my example with my mama, my mama uh, and I have been talking since last year. And it's because we just cannot get past that. I'm her, I'm her child, but I'm not a child situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like that disrespect just remains even in her emailing me for specific stuff because I don't block on everything except for email. That's the only way you can correspond with me. But when she emailed me, it's still just, she's still doing certain spiteful stuff. And even today I had to pretty much, you know, stand 10 toes on the boundary that I set of, you're not going to keep doing that. That disrespectful, that talking out the side of your neck to me, coming at me like, like you just, like I'm just a complete stranger. So I want to ask you, the boundary that I set where I'm just asking her just put some respect on my name, that's clownery or clownery? Clownery. <laughs> you got to sing it. <laughs> no, what's clownery? Let me give you an example. What is the famous Einstein quote? Can somebody tell me? About insanity, the famous Einstein quote. It goes a little something like, um, insanity is the definition of attempting the same thing over and over and getting the same result. Or or trying to get a different result, right? Is that what it is? Oh, trying to get a different result. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Trying to get a different result. Hey, I was close, huh? So, again, Einstein was on to something. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. That's clownery. That is a perfect example of clownery. And and uh, let me tell you who else is clowning right now. Arabia refuses to turn that ring off. <laughs> now, let me just say. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. What I'm saying is... When there's a conscious piece to it, where you aware that this is not the right thing to do, you're aware like, hey, this isn't good for me. And sure, you could you could be attached to the negative behaviors. You could be a, almost addicted to them. And in many cases, actually addicted to negative behaviors. But at some point, you got to deal with the willing. So if you go into your mama and you know she's unwilling to listen to you then those boundaries are really for you. 
They're not for her. They're for you. How you're going to show up, how you're going to interact, they're not for her. Now, if she ever becomes willing and pliable and wants to listen and is really invested in trying to heal the relationship between you and her, then that's when you say, hey, well, this is what I feel is best for us from my perspective. These are what my boundaries look like. But guess what? If she's not listening to a bit of that, you back in the in the Einstein thing, constantly trying to present it to her, because I know I can sense that you argue with her, too, don't you? Absolutely. Exactly. So we're not going to just... We're not just going to lay it all on your mama. It's, it's, it, and there's a toxic cycle between the two of you. So I would suggest, I want you to get a book. Right? Discovering the Inner Mother by Bethany Webster. Discovering the Inner Mother, a guide to healing the mother wound and claiming your personal power. Because you got a deep mother wound. I can see that right off rip. Uh, what was it? Yesterday we did um, the father wound show. And I wanted uh -huh. to break it up today and do this show. But guess what? Tomorrow we're doing the mother wound show. Do you understand? Uh -huh. Yeah, because this is where you at right now. The mother wound. I want you to get that book, Discovering the Inner Mother, a guide to Healing the Mother Wound and Claiming Your Personal Power by Bethany Webster. I want you to check that book out. All right? All right. Thank you, so. I'll talk hey. to you later. Enjoy this night. It's all for you. Hey, we love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You brought Atlanta in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. The Voice of Reason. Hour one, almost down. When I come forward, I'm going back to Dallas, Texas to talk to one of our old friends. Is it good to you? More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Ladies and gentlemen, the Voice of Reason. Back in the building. It's a great record, man. Just recently introduced to it. I'm not okay. By her. It's a great record. I know a lot of people don't understand music, man. Music speaks a very powerful language. But the record is, I'm not okay. I'm not. And oftentimes we're not okay when our boundaries are askew. Right? And yes, we, we, made, it a bit, uh, we made it a bit whimsical by calling it clounderies versus sounderies, right? Something that is sound, a sound boundary let me just give you this really quickly before i get to those phone callers if you look at the boundary as a as a wall right the wall is made of bricks right boundaries the made of bricks right then you add um say the mortar what is the mortar made of the mortar is like a cement that you place in between the bricks that serves as an adhesive and a bonding agent that actually makes the wall stronger. For many people, that adhesive is fear. Fear. They don't want to experience anything 
that hurts them again. And, and we understand why someone would be that way. But if you use fear, right, as mortar, right, what happens is once it dries or it cures or it concretizes, that boundary is going to be inflexible. And rigid boundaries serve no good to a healthy relationship. It just doesn't. We have to continue to grow. And yes, boundaries are important, but those boundaries must be scalable. They must be flexible. We should be able to pull them down and build them back up, right? It's just like uh, creative, uh, or it's just like critical thinking. One of the principles of critical thinking is when you are uh, introduced to new information, old ideas, your old beliefs must be recontextualized. They must be changed. They must be updated because you got new information. Oftentimes, what we've been through becomes the defining factor, the defining uh, identifier of who we are. What you've been through is not who you are. Really, your experiences should be seen as roads. You had to travel through a particular type of experience. It should be seen as a road, as a pathway, not as an identifier of who you are. But this is what causes us to concretize our boundaries. It's heavy stuff. When we come forward, Phone calls from all over the country are here. We're going to talk to Texas. We're going to talk to Louisiana. Louisiana. And we're going to talk to Colorado. When we come forward, people are on the line. Let's go. All I want, take me home. Hold me close. Please don't let me go. I don't know. I don't know. Can you call from wherever you are? KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. They are the guidelines on what we feel comfortable with and the expectations we have of the people we interact with. Boundaries can be present in all aspects of our lives. They can do a lot to make our lives more balanced. They help keep our relationships and selves healthy, enable us to make ourselves a priority, and help others understand our needs. For example, a healthy boundary to have with our friends is to be respectful of each other's values. Chances are, you and your friends will disagree sometimes. For example, I value time, and my friends are often late to events and don't care if it bothers me. A boundary I'd set is telling them how it makes me feel and asking them to respect my time. A healthy friendship allows people to prioritize different things and maintain respect. Boundaries are personal to us. They can be shaped by many things like culture, where we live, our personality type, our life experiences, and our family. But how do we know what boundaries to set? Well, you can pay attention to how certain people and situations make you feel. Situations or people that make you feel unsafe, overwhelmed, or make you want to avoid them should be acknowledged and respected. Respecting ourselves and acknowledging our rights is critical to setting healthy boundaries. Make a list of key values that are important to you, such as I have a right to say no without feeling guilty, be treated no. with respect, make my needs as important as others, be accepting of my mistakes and failures, 
and I have a right not to meet others' unreasonable expectations of me. Once we have figured out what our boundaries are, how do we set them? Be assertive. Use clear I statements to communicate what you need. Learn to say no and do not feel the need to justify your no. Get help if needed. As we mentioned, some boundaries are tricky, especially when they are dealing with dangerous situations such as addiction or mental health issues. Although they are difficult to set at first, boundaries are great tools to help keep us safe and healthy. Boundaries are not only for us, they also help us respect the space and needs of others. We can respect other people's boundaries by listening when they tell us what they need. Being mindful if someone appears uncomfortable. One way to do this. I know it sounds like cotton candy, but everything she said was fire. I don't want to give away my my end game on this. We've got so many callers. Welcome back to the second hour of the Voice of Reason on KBLA Talk 1580. This is the year anniversary show. We're talking about boundaries, man. You know, what do poor boundaries look like in relationships? Right. How do you deal with a partner who is a habitual line stepper? You set a boundary. They jump right over it. Don't matter. They skip right into it. I'm just saying. How do you deal with those kinds of people? Right? Do you continue to reestablish boundaries? Do you keep rewriting boundaries that are comfortable for them? 1-800-920-1580. Phone callers are on fire. My brother, True Monger, Dallas, Texas. Get in here. I'm in here. What's up, man? What's up, good brother? What's happening? Oh, man, happy uh, anniversary, brother. Thank you, bro, man. Thanks for being here since day one. Yes, sir. Man, so, talk to me boundaries. about tonight's topic, man. What do you think? Uh, they're necessary. Um, you need to, if, if you can help it, establish at least some of them from, at the very beginning. Let you know, let your partner know some things you are not cool with some things you may not tolerate uh, your principles and their, all that stuff. And then as the relationship continues, you go back and discuss these things. Cause there's going to, there may be some situations that come up that are new to both of you and you're experiencing them together. So you need to have those discussions. Um, <clears throat> if people continue to violate those boundaries, uh, you may respectfully approach them in the beginning and say, "Hey, this is this is an issue. We don't need to make this a bigger one. I've already let you know what such and such is, but you continue to disrespect it. That's not cool. And if that person really cares about you, they'll at least put in the effort to do better. Mm. Now, if they really don't, and they continue to do that, they, then they need to kick rocks." That person don't need to be around you because they violate They, need, they like need to kick rocks or you need to kick rocks. Either way. You may need to just get away from them altogether. Because uh, they it, continue it, to violate that. Let me ask you something because you just touched on something very powerful. <clears throat> Do you think it's a, a, a boundary violation of self, like a self-violation, right? Because I, I, let me just say this. If... You're waiting on someone to get it. Are you kind of mm. crossing your own boundaries? Or like you're waiting for them to understand? 
You think at some point they're going to get it. Is that kind of like clowndery? Is that kind of like putting your boundaries down when they should be up? If, if it continues after a, a long period of time, yeah, you're clowning yourself. Um, <clears throat> if you if you let them know what it is, and you you give, I'll say this: you give them a, a grace period because maybe there's something they may it might be a boundary that they're not accustomed to. Well, how long is the grace period? It's going to depend on the person. For me. It's probably gonna be short. <laughs> What's short? Two weeks? A week? Where where we at? Seven days? Nah, I got gotta be reasonable. If it's somebody you really feeling and you trying to grow with them, you get you might give a little time. But if they just continuously violating it and they don't care. Like I'm out. Yeah. Because you might be you just that person might just might be too immature to deal with. Hmm. And they need to go do some soul searching or whatever, and you need to get back to get back on your square. Right, right. So I hear you, brother, and I appreciate you, man. Year one down. We appreciate you, man. You've been here since day one. Nothing but love, nothing but appreciation. You have a seat at the table. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. The voice of reason is on fire. When I come forward, I'm going to Shreveport, New Orleans. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 50. Man, sometimes the songs instill, you know, clounderies. We're talking about boundaries tonight. It's our year anniversary. I am having a complete ball. The phone lines are cracking. I'm about to get to them right now. S. Montgomery. From Shreveport, Louisiana. Talk to us, S. Montgomery. <laughs> First of all, why you gotta say Louisiana like that? You know, just putting a little, <laughs> just putting a little extra country on it, Louisiana. Now, yeah, you crossed several lines tonight <laughs> <laughs> watching you live. <laughs> Look but out. congratulations on your anniversary, though. I'm Thank proud you. of you. I'm proud you. of KBLA. Mm-hmm. And they killing over here, boy. Tavis got them cooking. I, 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 I'm really <laughs> excited to be here. But thank you. What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Good boundaries, poor boundaries. Do you have sounderies or do you have clounderies? Do you find yourself letting your guard down willingly, knowingly? Talk to me. <laughs> um, I have a combination of. Uh, both boundaries and clownderies. <laughs> Talk to us. <laughs> some things, some things I'll let go depending on the person, and just to see if they'll, you know, have an understanding of where I'm coming from, you know. And I think it can get to the point where it starts to become, you know, clounderies. You know, well, what is that, that point? Is not- tell me where. Tell me what the point looks like when you at that that line and you go this is starting to look like clounderies i'm i'm clowning if myself I, if, I find my, if i find myself constantly repeating myself that you crossed this line with me then that that's the point i would say after about maybe three or four times 
you're not understanding and you're not trying to understand. Whereas me, on the other hand, I'm I'm trying to understand you. I'm trying to make sure that we're both comfortable in this relationship, you right. know. But if it's if it's not working, it's just not going to work. Hmm. Let me ask you a question. Can you name two good boundaries to have in a relationship? I want to I want to see where you are, and I want you to name two examples of when you know you you utilize some clounderies. <laughs> Um, you want me to name two or when I use clownery? No, I want you to give me two examples of each. Okay. okay. So I think healthy boundaries are establishing from the beginning. Like if I say I want um, marriage in the beginning of the relationship, just letting them know that I'm not here just to be here. Mm. And you are, you know, we're not, just playing around we're actually building towards something Mm -hmm. i feel like that's a healthy boundary like communication is a healthy boundary open Mm -hmm. communication is a healthy boundary um another healthy another healthy boundary is respect Hmm. you know i as a human being i give everybody a certain level of respect just off the top being a human being Mm-hmm. But if you start getting into things that are disrespectful to me as a human and as a woman and a black woman at that, then now we're starting to get into the clownery phase. Clounderies. Sorry, just <laughs> <laughs> it's just in my spirit right now. Clounderies. <laughs> so, but um, as far as two examples of when I was trying to give a person a chance to uh, get the boundaries straight where it goes into boundaries, as you, as you would say, like I said earlier, it's more of just keep constantly feeling like I'm repeating myself. Like you're not respecting what I'm saying. You're not listening to me. You're in violation. I got you. So can I offer you something as a framework sure. for cultivating boundaries? There are financial boundaries, financial boundaries. What the money look like, who's spending what and why and for how long. Right. Whatever is under the financial umbrella. Those boundaries. Right. There are emotional boundaries. Right. We have to be aware Mm -hmm. of of our own emotional boundaries first. And by becoming aware of our own emotional boundaries, we may get better at recognizing some of the boundaries, the emotional boundaries of our partner. Then there Mm -hmm. are time boundaries. Don't waste my time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. Expecting respect is a good boundary to establish. Right. So the boundary Mm -hmm. could be. There will be no disrespect in this relationship. Now, that doesn't mean we don't get ar- angry. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. we don't argue or we don't disagree. What it means is we have to be aware of the standard and the principle we set that we're not going to get to the point where we start to disrespect. Right. So is that a healthy boundary? Is that a fair boundary? It sounds healthy, but is it doable? Is it, how, is it a difficult boundary 
to achieve. It would be doable. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know, you good. I feel like it would be doable if you are with a person who has the same level of maturity or maybe a little bit wiser in understanding because they'll have a little bit more patience possibly. Well, if you're with a, stay if with they're me. unequally yoked. Wait, okay. Stay with me. I, I don't mean to cut you off because I love you. S. Montgomery from Shreveport, Louisiana. <laughs> I love you now. <laughs> Can I just say this, though? Okay. Oh, no, go ahead. I finished. I'm sorry. I I had a great idea, and then it ran away. I'm old. Go ahead. Just finish saying what you were saying. <laughs> um, what I was, I was saying is that I think if the, if the two people are on the same level maturity-wise. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I feel like it can work. It just depends on cultural backgrounds, spiritual backgrounds, emotional intelligence. Mm. You know, it's a lot of different things that go into play when coming together with another individual. Mm-hmm. And if that you have to be able to discern whether this person is in it like you're in it, mm. because it, it can go, it can go left, it can go all the way left, or it can go all the way right. So can I can I offer something else? Uh, I, you guys hear me talk about this guy. I think you guys should get his book. It's an amazing book. It's it's about 800 pages, but, you know, trust me, I've read it three or four times already. And it's a textbook, really, because he teaches out of UCLA. His name is Benjamin Carney, and he wrote it with another clinician, and they teach relationship science at UCLA. Very powerful book. The book is called Intimate Relationships by Benjamin Carney. And I think you should read it because he pointed out something very interesting. A lot of people say we need somebody that's older, wiser. We need, But typically the person you attract into your life typically is not that not that far ahead of you or behind you. So relatively speaking, you guys are at the same level. And many times in our lives, we'll say, well, I got a better job than you or I got better education than you. But on a spiritual level, it's like, well, how did you how did how how am I here then? <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? If I'm less than you, you know, how am I here? That's that's a bigger question, right? Right. And see, and that was the thing, and I'm thinking of one relationship in particular that recently ended. You know, we were both on different levels, but I did want to see who this guy was as a person and not what he what kind of weight he held it within society standards nice. or society standards. Right. So, you know, it it was it's a long story. I'm not trying to hold up y'all time. I know y'all trying to celebrate. <laughs> no, no, this is what this show is about. S. Montgomery child. You done called no, all the way from Louisiana. You got to talk to us. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I waited a long time, but that's another story. So this, do you, was, can I ask you this question? Sure. Do you have a boundary diary? No, I do not. Right now I'm in my reflecting stage of what I did wrong or what happened with the relationship so that I know what to take with me and what not to take with me in the next 
relationship. That's why you should have the uh, the, the boundary diary right now. Not diary, but uh, journal right now. You should be exploring an increase in your self-awareness. You should definitely mm-hmm. be journaling your ideas. This is like a sketch pad. You know, like artists have sketch pads where they sketch out, you know, different images or whatever as an artist drawing. You should be sketching out ideas uh, uh, that that pertain to healthy boundaries, not vengeful, not angry, not, you you know what I'm saying? Not vindictive. Right. Right now I'm still, right now I'm still angry and I don't, and I'm not an angry person. It's just that whole situation just kind of. Uh, teed me off a little bit because I felt like it was a time waster. So you know what you should do? Um, can I can I just keep giving you these little nuggets? Sure. I'll stop interrupting. I'll let you do your thing. No, you're not interrupting. I'm interrupting you. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time you give me something, I come right back with something. You give me a little piece, I go, here I come with something else. It's me interrupting you. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm here for. No, this is beautiful. You're inspiring me. (laughs) Can you write? Well, thank you. My friends friends actually call me the voice of reason where I'm from. That's what I'm saying. You're the voice of reason right now. (laughs) But can you write your anger out? Have you ever seen an artist, like, get really mad and then they sling the paint? on the canvas yeah. and they're just they throwing it on the, and they're creating but they're mad right so when you're journaling you know you can like write that out of your soul out of your spirit write it oh, out no, I didn't like open up okay. and get hella 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 transparent with yourself like okay. write it out like I'm, uh, the purpose of me journaling is to get it out of me. This is an outlet. Okay. Right? Sometimes a boxer will go and punch on a boxing bag when he's angry. You can journal that anger out. Did you know that? I did not. But now I do. But guess what? You think I'm not listening when I'm interrupting because I'm here to help, baby. <laughs> <laughs> No, we I love already, you. I've already started journaling, but uh, that wasn't something that was on my to talk about list to myself. Um, <laughs> well, let me say this. But, uh, yeah, I definitely take that into consideration. S. Montgomery, <laughs> I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for supporting me and call in anytime you got a seat at the table. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason is on fire tonight. We got Jacksonville, Florida. We got Denver, Colorado. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call us at 1-800-920-1580. We're talking about boundaries. Fire tonight. tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot build healthy boundaries with fear. My playlist is my co host. That record is called Fear by Jasmine Sullivan, man. Come on, man. That's 
I'm trying to get y'all to see something tonight. There's a through line. Do you understand? Healthy emotional boundaries, right? You need to be able to stand up for yourself. Did you know that setting healthy emotional boundaries, healthy financial boundaries, healthy relational boundaries, right? Uh, Healthy time management boundaries. Did you know that this is an extension of standing up for yourself? When you are participating in clownderies. You're clowning yourself because you're not standing up for yourself. And when you don't stand up to you, you disrespect yourself. And when you disrespect yourself, others see that as a hallmark for how to treat you. Saying no. Right? And it's in alignment with the truth of who you are. That's a healthy boundary. I'm, uh, you hear people say, uh, in relationship, you got to compromise. You got to compromise. You got to compromise. Up until the point where you compromise yourself. You can, uh, what are you, a martyr? <laughs> True, healthy relationship does not require your martyrdom. So you should be able to say no. Right? That's, we're talking about examples of emotional boundaries that needs to be set sometimes you got to stop taking the blame for the whole mess that the relationship is you're only responsible to claim what you've contributed to the downfall of the relationship so sometimes you standing up for yourself is equivalent to refusing to take the blame for what somebody else did Ooh. (laughs) You want to set a a healthy emotional boundary? Sure, you deserve respect. However, you don't deserve to ask for it unless you have cultivated it for yourself. Unless you have given it to yourself, you should not expect somebody to give it to you. So, yes, sure, you can say expecting respect. But no, 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 no. I want to Expect the reflection of respect. Hear what I'm saying. Change the words. Don't just, I want, I'm expecting respect. No, I'm expecting the reflection of the respect I have for myself. See, that changes it, right? Huh? Yeah, you, listen, uh, you you want to set some uh, some boundaries, right? Is that what we're trying to do tonight? Right? You got to find your your identity outside of the relationship. Meaning, the relationship don't make you. You are you, whether you're in a relationship or not. And you are priceless. It's just that you haven't discovered your worth. Oh, everybody priceless now, huh? Listen, self-worth. Self-esteem, self-approval, self-acknowledgement, all inside jobs. And you ain't got to worry about somebody habitually line-stepping if you stop stepping on your own lines. Most of us are coloring outside the lines when we should be coloring inside. Oh, Lord, don't make me do it this evening. Another healthy boundary thing is learn how to accept help. I have a difficult time accepting help. But 
you got to learn how to accept help from other people. Healthy boundaries, huh? Asking for space. That's healthy to ask for space. It's okay to ask for space. If your partner loved you and respect you, they give you space. Right? Here's another emotional boundary that you should try to establish. Communicating when it's discomfort when it's uncomfortable. When it's uncomfortable, you should be okay. Right? But we don't set a boundary to say, listen, man. Let me let me show you what I mean by that. Communicating when it's uncomfortable. Doesn't mean communicating when it's disrespectful. Doesn't mean communicating when you're angry. Doesn't mean communicating when there's a potentiality of violence. Doesn't mean any of that. It means having difficult conversations. Right? But the reverse of that is if any of those aforementioned things are in play, then the boundary should be we're not going to talk when we're like this. How about that? Huh? You want to set some boundaries? Want some rules? 1-800-920-1580. All sisters on the phone. Let's get them in here. Who's been on the longest? Callie Soul from Denver, Colorado. Get in here. Peace, though. What's Congratulations that? on your one-year anniversary. Thank you to all the staff who supports you over there. I know they're awesome. Andy, Radia, and all that stuff. Congratulations to y'all. And thanks to you for just planting and watering seeds of life in all of us in this community. It's been great. Wow. Wow. Watering seeds appreciate of life. Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Thank you, sister. Callie Soul, Denver, Colorado. We appreciate her. <laughs> Thank you. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call us, man. Call us. Thank you, Callie. We love you. When we come forward. Oh, I can keep going. Okay, cool. All right, here we go. Let's get right on to it. Mimi, Jacksonville, Florida. Get in here. Hey, Zoe. Hey, everyone. How you doing? Hey. Happy anniversary, Zoe. Thank you. One year. Yes. Hey, Arabia. Hey, Andy. Tavis Smiley. Your commercial says KBLA Talk 1580. We don't black down. We don't black down. You don't black down. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. We don't black down. Ain't no blacking down over here, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I love it. So what did you think about tonight's topic? Tonight's topic is great. Um, If the choice is between sounderies and clounderies, I would say that, you know, when I was younger, Everyone says, women, younger women, you're always supposed to have a man. You know, when you have a breakup, you really don't. At that time, you weren't supposed to give yourself time. It's just, you just boom, boom, boom. I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it. You kind of had to Lori Harvey, and I'm sure she's a lovely woman. I'm just saying. So it's kind of, you know what I'm talking about. No shade. Okay. I, I, I hear you. Ain't, <laughs> ain't no judgment for me. I what, what what are you referencing? Talk to me. You know, some women, you know, when you're younger, everybody says you have to have a man. And so when you break up, there has to be a quick rebound. Otherwise, something is wrong. Hmm. You break up in January and March, you're supposed to pop up with a new guy. Hmm. Hmm. So sometimes the boundary is space, giving yourself space to heal 
to to, yeah. to process. I totally understand. I got you. Yeah. And, yeah. and are you um, saying, are you implying or inferring that the young sister didn't give herself time? Perhaps. I don't know. I'm just, you see things on Twitter and, and whatnot. Yeah, you we, know, you have Michael B. Jordan and all of a sudden you have this other guy. Damdris, Idris, I don't know what his name is. Too many, I can't, you know what his name is. I don't know. No, I hear you. I hear you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, I love you, Mimi, and I appreciate you for jumping in here. I appreciate you for supporting this channel. Uh, I appreciate you for supporting this show because you support multiple shows. I'm glad you found us. I'm glad you support us. And we're going to be here rocking, so thank you. You brought Jacksonville, Florida, in the building. You hear me on other shows? No, I don't hear you on every show, but you do support (laughs) other shows. Goodness gracious, child. Lord have mercy. Thank you, Mimi. Thank you, Mimi. Jacksonville, Florida is in the building because of you. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. When I come forward, more callers. The sisters are rolling tonight. Is it good to you? Good to you. More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Speaking up to him is also standing up to the little person in you. That little wounded child. Stand up. Speak on it. That's a great record. I loved it. And Andy started it with the live version of The Whispers. No disrespect to The Whispers, but Jesus, live. I don't know. Let's get Whoa. (laughs) Let's get our callers back in here in Zynga, Pensacola, Florida. Jump in here real quick. Tell me what you think. Hey, happy anniversary. Thank you. Well, first I want to, I think I need to say happy anniversary. Thank you for everything. Thank you for going so hard every day and bringing us these highbrow topics that we cannot find anywhere else. Thank you, Andy. And thank you, Arabia. Um, As far as boundaries, I'm just setting them. And I know sometimes it feels really mean, like I'm being really mean because before I would handle it is I would just disappear and then I would come back out when I felt like being bothered. I understand. So yeah. now I'm being more mature. It happens to me all the time. Them. Yeah. When I, I, get, I'm telling you, I get ghosted all the time. <laughs> go, go ahead. And yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't think, but I don't think that wasn't really help, healthy or helpful for my development. Mm-hmm. Because I would isolate myself, and I think that was a bit, you know, unhealthy. My friends call me loner girl because I just, I'm my only child, my mother's only child, and, you know, I would just get ghost. But I think setting the boundaries has been good. I just say no, and I'll feel bad for about an hour, but then, like, an hour or so later, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I said no because I know I didn't want to do that. Wow. So. That's, That's good my stuff. contribution. That's good stuff. All right. Thank you. Love you and Zinga. Bye, we appreciate it. Pensacola, Florida is in the building because of you. Callie Soul, jump back in. She wasn't finished. She had something to say. Let's go. Mm, mm, mm. I ain't judging you, though. I'm excited for the show tomorrow, too, with the mother wound. I'm going to call back wound. in. Oh, um, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That book that you recommended to um, Tiffany some time ago, Adult Daughters of Narcissistic narcissistic mothers that is that book is on point yeah so thanks for always being willing to um recommend books so for me i have been a habitual line stepper of my own boundary come on i'll set a boundary and then i'll jump right over it i'll say i'm not gonna help this person no more i'm not gonna you know lend money or i'm not gonna 
be the emotional shoulder to cry on because that's the only thing that this person called me for or whatever. And then I just, you know, forget what I said or surpass what I said and um, go ahead and, and do it. And it's because I used to have like this, the savior syndrome. I would guilt myself and think that someone would be judging me for not showing up for them when really it was me guilting myself um, for not showing up as a savior, which ain't nobody's savior. I've so, learned. So now we have a new term for it. It's, it's clounderies. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, clounderies. And my clowndery was ghosting. Another, another clowndery for me was ghosting. Mm-hmm. Instead of asking for my space, because I do, I'm one of those people, I, I really cherish my space and time to just come apart and, you know, regroup and stuff. But instead of doing that before, I guess I didn't even know that I needed to communicate that I needed space. So I, I just ghost. <laughs> wow, that's heavy. That's heavy. Well, we love but you, But I'll call girl. back tomorrow. We love you, girl. <laughs> call back tomorrow. Call back tomorrow. Lord have mercy. Call back tomorrow. <laughs> the mother you, wound bye. is tomorrow. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. We got, what is this, Mountain View, Hawaii, Brother John. You got to get in here, John, and make it quick, Brother. Jump in here now. Well, no worries, though. Again, greetings and blessings to all. Uh, I'm just calling to let you know about my clownery and my boundary. (laughs) It's called being in Mountain View, Hawaii. Wow. Interesting. I mean, granted, you go through things and you gotta you gotta find your place, yours in your peace, your whatever. Mm -hmm. And yet, at the same time, it's your it's your clownery because now you don't want to deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) You enjoy the peace too much. Man, I appreciate you, brother. You've been here since the beginning, too, man. And I appreciate you, man, for always chiming in and and telling the truth, brother. Thank you. No worries, bro. Uh, Keep up the good work and congrats. Thank you now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Our people is in the building. Let me just say this real quick. Examples of personal space. You have the right to your own privacy. Okay? You have the right to privacy. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to see nobody. I don't want to build with nobody. Bounce. And you don't got to be mean about it, but you have the right to say, stand down. I need to be in my cocoon right now. You have the right to change your mind. You have the right to your own time. You understand? Um, A lot of times people don't want to handle negative energy. You have the right to say, I don't want to handle negative energy. I don't want to deal with it. You have the right to say that, you know. You have the right for spiritual boundaries. Hey, I'm about to go uh, pray in the park and do a ritual to my ancestors. Your presence is not needed. (laughs) You have the right or you can say, come watch me do this. (laughs) But if you don't want. My mama used to be in the closet praying, literally in the prayer closet. You understand? You have the right to remain true to your principles. Right? Set some real boundaries that are not based on fear, that are not based on the fear of loss. Set some real boundaries. You have the right to, you know, express your physical needs. You know? Right? Manage your own time. You have the right to all of these things. Listen, we started the conversation, but I want you guys 
to continue it. You understand? Boundaries, healthy boundaries in relationships. Never forget to ask permission for things. You think because it's your partner, you don't have to ask. Ask permission. <laughs> Take one another's feelings into account. Show gratitude, right? There's <laughs> a lot of boundaries we can cultivate in order to make this relationship more fruitful. I'm Zoe Williams, the voice of reason. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. My brother Danny Morrison about to keep this fire lit. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Deuces. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.